0: Theme man,
1: as the sun sets over Tatooine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice, nice. All right, how's everyone doing? Hope it's finds you well. Woo! It's freezing in Connecticut. It's
1: freezing.
0: It's uh, I think we uh,
1: the wind the wind chill I think was negative thirteen.
0: Yeah, I actually experienced my first panic. Um, some of our pipes, uh, the water wasn't working right. Oh, but it was on um. Our bathroom—that's an addition, so it's not insulated well. Oh. So I'm still kind of freaked out about that. So
1: yes. my, my car was quite hesitant the last two days. Yep, hesitant to start. It's like my wife left for work uh, yesterday morning. She's like, she's like, do yourself a favor, just try starting your car throughout the day. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, we had an event last night. But uh, yeah, everything's yeah, little little hesitant, but uh, we got the car started. But lots of ice. Yeah. Black ice everywhere. Yes, I almost broke my ass three times this week. Yeah,
0: check check this out.
1: Oh, see, yeah,
0: <laughs> I just showed my bruise.
1: Thank God, I stocked up on some ice melt.
0: Yeah, I I, I bought some of that. Um, I mean, I hate using that
1: stuff on the concrete, but you gotta. Yeah, in this condition. Yeah. Then then I then. I have to buy the pet-friendly stuff Exit. for the back steps yep, where too. the dogs go. Same thing. And that shit ain't cheap because
0: apparently, what does it burn there? It could burn their paws. I
1: think it's just It could cut their paws. It cut their paws. It could cut okay. their paws because Good. I mean, the stuff the stuff I use in the front is pretty coarse. Yeah. You know, and you know, if if, if any human steps on it barefoot, forget it. You're, mm-hmm. you're going to have some nicks and cuts. Yeah. Um, yeah, but those pet-friendly pellets. You know, twenty bucks for like a gallon jug, and that gallon jug doesn't last too long.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. I bought I bought the same thing. It was like it was like yeah, twenty bucks, and I use it very sparingly. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: Ugh, fucking ice. Yeah. So um. Ice,
0: ice, baby. (laughs) Too cold. Too cold. (laughs) Too cold. Um. So while speaking of while we're on the subject of pets, really quick, um, you guys might have seen our post about our friend Chris and Marla yesterday with their poor little, their beagle. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: What's his name, Marley?
0: Barney. Barney. So um, if you go to the Rock and Roll Junkies Facebook page, you'll see a link to a GoFundMe for our good friend Chris uh, Chris Serpiglia. You've heard us talk about him on the show. Um, they adopted a puppy, and that puppy is really sick. So, I mean, I know times are tough and money is tight, but if you guys can help them out at all, it would be greatly appreciated. So yep. thank you in advance.
1: We do it for your pet. Hell yeah! Oh, wait, now we're getting your requests yeah. <laughs> like crazy.
0: <laughs> Luckily, I had money left over uh, for filling my oil tank. So oh, nice. Yeah, so
1: that ain't cheap either. No, no. Yeah, it's I none. saw I saw Chris uh, last night, and yeah. he's very appreciative already because I think um, in the last twenty four hours, I think they've raised a yeah, thousand bucks already, that's and they're good. they're shooting for their goal of uh, thirty five hundred. That's going to be all the medical expenses for. The little puppy.
0: Yeah, they'll raise that. Yeah, he knows a lot of people. So. And what a cute puppy it is! Seriously, um, I just want to kiss his little face. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, um, since we last spoke, uh, the Grammys were aired. And um, I know
1: you're itching to talk about the Grammys. See, I can't <sighs> watch the. I couldn't watch the Grammys because I don't have cable, and my antenna only gets. Uh, I was like, I was like, oh, maybe it's on NBC. Like, no, it was CBS. I I get Channel Eight and NBC, and I, I you know I kept getting the updates online, but it wasn't the same as watching it. So tell me your experience with the Grammys.
0: Okay, so the show opened with ACDC, which was great. They fucking destroyed it. Mm-hmm. They opened with Rocker Bust, um, the single from the new album. Um, they were hands down the best performers there that night. They were. Like the actual, the only real band that performed there. And what shocked me was, I don't think I've ever seen this on the Grammys. They went into a second song. They went right into Highway to Hell Hmm. after Rock or Bust. So they did the
1: the full song? Full song. They performed
0: two songs. And um, a lot of people in the crowd were wearing uh, devil horns, which was cool (laughs) for that. Um, But um, the. they were definitely the best uh, pure rock and roll performance that night, and they opened the show and nothing compared to them after. Um, Jack White won for Best Rock Album and Best Alternative Album a figure for Lazaretto. Tenacious D won for Best Metal Performance.
1: Let's talk about that.
0: Neither of these were televised. Yeah, I, I saw By that. the way. Which is a um, shame. The yeah, this is this is total bullshit. Um, yes, I could see like Jack Jack uh, White wins the best rock album. Mm-hmm. I agree one hundred percent. I don't even know what the alternative category means. Like, what does that shit even mean? I don't anymore? know what it means anymore. Yeah, um, and Tenacious D was up against Anthrax, Judas Priest, uh, Motorhead. And maybe someone else, I don't remember. But I don't understand. I don't understand this. Uh, what happened with this? I don't well, know if you have any insight. I, on I well,
1: here's. The, I, ha- I have a little insight. So, um, Anthrax, Tenacious D, and I believe Motorhead were all up for songs that were on the Dio tribute. Okay. Okay. So th- this is this is m- my argument. The Grammys are supposed to be about superior achievements in music and you know and and everything else. So there right off the bat you basically got three bands being nominated for cover songs. Mm-hmm. And then you got the other two you got you got Mastodon, that's the other one. Solid and you got uh Slipknot nominated solid. Mm-hmm. Solid original material. So right off the bat if if I was if I was a Grammy person looking at that that list I I would kind of go between Mastodon and and Slipknot just on the fact that it's original music. Mm. All right? Put let's put that aside. I just to, 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 the tenacious D in the metal category, you know, to me is is just as bad as Jethro Tull winning in the metal category. Yeah. I like Tenacious D. So, yeah, but they so don't belong I... in the category. Yeah, and it just you know it just just because you're on a Dio tribute album doesn't make you a metal band.
0: No, because if you sing up and you know they sing about like heavy metal and blah blah blah. But you know
1: if 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 Weird Al did a parody of a Metallica song, could he have ended up in that category?
0: Probably, probably would.
1: <laughs> this is the flawed system.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah.
1: So I disagree. I've seen Tenacious D live. I love them; they're a lot of fun. Mm. But get out of the get out of the best metal category. And you know what? They in their back of their head, they probably didn't expect to win at all.
0: Yeah, no, probably not. They
1: probably still don't think they should have won. Yeah,
0: I haven't heard. They have any, a little bit
1: of integrity.
0: Yeah, I don't even think they commented on it,
1: which says a lot. Um, the other they're part, like, they're like, "Get me the fuck out of this building!" Yeah, as exactly. Because I'm gonna get my
0: ass kicked. <laughs> Um, you know the part in the show where they show all the dead people? Yes, the, the memorial. Which that's my favorite that's part of award <laughs> shows. I I enjoy that. Um, yep. yep. Uh, they. This was a really long list on this one. Um, I was a little disappointed because they left out two important people that have contributed to rock and metal in the last twenty to thirty years, depending on which one we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, they left out Odorous from Gore. And, did that they? they left out Wayne Static? Ah. So, I mean, I'm not really a fan of Wayne Static, but they're they were a huge band, they're part of that 90s, right? Um, you know, mm-hmm. um, new, new, new metal, new metal yeah, something. yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. you know, it was just a little, a little disappointing. I mean,
1: they always end up omitting somebody, yeah. and uh,
0: and I did, uh, we talked about this a couple weeks didn't, ago, didn't
1: they, didn't they omit Jeff Hanneman last year,
0: yeah, and um. Couple of years before that, they did omit Janie Lane. Cause no, no, wait. On the Grammys, they did right, but then
1: there was another one where they, they, they showed his picture. They uh, showed his no, no, no. They they showed someone else's yeah. picture. I, I keep meaning to look that up again. I don't remember again.
0: what award show that. I can't remember yeah, what that they was sh- on. They said
1: his name and they showed like a picture of like Brett Michaels or something <laughs> ridiculous.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So yeah, that's um. All in all, it wasn't really anything special. I mean, it was just filled with auto-tuned.
1: But I did see the performance of Hozier and Annie Lennox. That was
0: that was great.
1: That I liked. That
0: was one of the, that was, besides ACDC, that was probably one of the better uh, performances that night.
1: And you heard here, Hozier here first. Exactly. Like, like one of our first episodes. Yep,
0: before they were, or him, or them. I was like, yeah. who is this guy? Yeah, before, you know, they exploded. But
1: I've recently found people hate that guy.
0: Yeah, I, I like noticed you, that you, too. Like you either
1: really love him or you, or you just can't, you don't get him.
0: Yeah. Hosier. Yep. Hosier. So, yeah, so nothing special with the Grammys. Um, maybe they'll get it right eventually, but. Yeah. I doubt it. Yeah. Um, some other quick news. We have a Rob Zombie Day at Mohegan Sun. Yes. Uh, June 18th.
1: All tickets are um, like 45 bucks, whether you're on the floor or whether you're in a seat. I think all t- all tickets are the same. It's not bad. Yeah. I have not picked up mine yet. Uh, I was busy getting other tickets.
0: Yeah. Are you going to go to that? I am going to go to that. Yeah. I saw
1: him last time he was at Mohegan, and he yeah. puts on a hell of a show. Yeah. I don't know who's opening. He usually has a good opener, but... um. We'll see what happens. I
0: haven't seen, I've seen White Zombie, um, but I haven't seen him. I haven't seen his solo. I, season, yeah,
1: I've but... seen him solo three times now. Usually it's on one of those festivals like Mayhem oh. or Ozfest, but um, yeah, he always puts on a hell of a show. This nice. stage, his stage show is fantastic. Yeah. And he does White Zombie stuff too. Nice. Yeah, so it's
0: perfect. Um, my last bit of news that I have um, did you hear about the new, uh, the new super group that formed? Over the weekend? Is it the one
1: you... T- oh, no. This formed over the weekend? Oh, no. no! Oh, no, no I'm sorry. I, I know you touched on one, uh, I think, last show with no, Billy no, Gibbons. No. And no, no. No, this is a
0: new one. Um, this is a super group featuring Alice Cooper, Johnny Depp, and Joe Perry. Oh. They are called the Hollywood Vampires.
1: Appropriate name. Yeah,
0: uh, based on Joe Perry's favorite drinking hole in L.A. <laughs> Apparently, that's the name of the bar. Um, so, yeah, they're... Um, I saw a couple of clips, they jammed together. Um, it's what you would expect from the three of them, you know, straight up rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check it out on YouTube. Um, if you search under Alice Cooper, um, Alice Cooper, Hollywood vampire, all the clips will come up. Mm-hmm. So check that out. It's pretty badass. Nice.
1: Well, you know how we love Jack White on this show. Yes, we do. I found this article um, so amusing.
0: Uh, is it the guacamole one? Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, um, Jack White uh, wrote a letter entitled "For God's Sakes," <laughs> um, basically scolding journalists and uh, and other people for uh, for printing. Copies of their backstage writers. You know, we've seen this for years. Uh-huh. Like, you know, th- there's always articles published of like, you know, this star needs this backstage, and what, what, what weird thing does this one want? But uh, I guess Jack White took a little <laughs> of offense to it. So, um, yeah, he's he's basically saying that you know they're looking for drama, uh-huh. and they're not going to find it with him. And I guess what's what set him off, what they what they found uh, amusing. Well, let me start from the beginning. Um, he did a show. ...at Oklahoma University, and the Oklahoma Daily published his his backstage writer, you know, commenting, you know, about, you know, the guacamole recipe, which yeah. he says is like an inside joke. I have, uh, I have it here. Uh, he writes, first off, this is none of your business, but I, I have no specific demands in my dressing room. I know I could ask for lots of things, but I actually don't ask for anything, I take with me what I need, and it ain't much. Anything on the writers for the band and the crew. This guacamole recipe is my hilarious tour manager's inside joke with the local promoter, promoters. It's his recipe, not mine. Just something to break up the boredom. To see who can make it the best. So he goes, but I wouldn't know because I've never had it. So I basically, I basically, in his writer, there's a guacamole recipe, yeah. And they want each venue to make it. <laughs> So the tour manager can see who, what what, what venue makes it the best. Oh,
0: that's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah.
1: He writes, uh, Never in my 20 years of playing shows has my contract and tour writer been published in the paper that I recall. Do you know why we don't do that or want that? 100 articles about bananas, free speech, and guacamole is why. It's because people don't understand what a writer is or what the terms of a contract are. They're out of their element, and you can't blame them for it. And it's people who write... People who write about this know this. Um, people want a writer to be a list of demands that a diva insists, um, and you know, backstage and it goes on and on and on. But but basically, you know, it's it's food and drinks for a hundred workers and guests that have to live in a concrete bunker for fifteen hours. People bring their own living rooms on tour. Some people ask for huge spreads. Who cares? what you're looking for is someone throwing a tantrum because they didn't get their brown M&M's. Sorry to disappoint. And it always goes back to the brown M&M's. Yeah. Like, who wanted all the brown M&M's picked out of the bowl? Yep. So, it is what it is. And he, and he concludes by saying, like, I know it's a fun thing for people to try and turn me into a jerk and a diva, but in this case, it's pretty ridiculous and has almost nothing to do with me. So, Jack White, don't publish his writers.
0: Exactly. And that's why we love him. Although
1: I've always found those amusing. Yeah, I love looking at them. And I've uh, always uh, thought about theater. what I would want backstage. Yeah. You know, what beer. You know, I because I worked uh, at the Schubert Theater, and I actually had to fill some riders um, mm-hmm. sometimes. And there were always bands coming through, like uh, Wilco and stuff like that. And several of them, I always liked the fact that they requested local beers. Mm-hmm. Like they wanted beers brewed in Connecticut or whatever tourist stuff they were doing. I always liked that.
0: How does that work, though? You get the list, and the venue gives you money to go get the stuff. And I go get
1: the stuff and, and, you, bring, and you fill just... it as best I can. But some 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 stuff you can't get, you know? Yeah. I had to go to, like, five different health food stores to get to, you know, this is before uh, Emergency became popular, mm-hmm. you know? Ten years ago, try to find Emergency. Yeah. It was a pain in the ass.
0: Have you seen? Did you see the Foo Fighters writer that they posted as a joke a couple weeks ago? No, I missed that. They drew it like a comic book. And there was like connect the dots and crossword puzzles to try to like. You had to work for you the had writer. To work to like see what they wanted, That's and like great. they sent it to like yeah, it was, it was pretty cool.
1: Um, um, just a quick note: Jude, um, Rob Halford from Judas Priest, uh, he is he is open to reuniting Fight.
0: Ooh, I like Fight. Which would be cool. Yeah. I always liked Fight. Yeah.
1: Because I've seen Rob Halford solo, and he does some Fight songs. Oh, does he really? Yeah, solo, but uh, talking about reuniting the band, which would be cool. But uh, he said, uh, obviously, Jews Priest is his first priority. They're still out on tour right now. Mm. But uh, maybe we'll see uh, one summer, uh, you know, a small Fight tour.
0: That'd be great.
1: Speaking of tours, real quick. I just found this today. I didn't even know this existed, but this is a fantastic lineup. It's the third annual Shaky Knees music festival in Atlanta, Georgia. Ooh. <coughs> Excuse me. It's from May 8th to May 10th. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So check this 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 lineup out. I'll only give you I'll give you some of the bands. You got the Strokes, Pixies, Mastodon, brand new TV on the radio. Uh, Death from Above, 1979, you know I love those guys. Kaiser Chiefs, uh, Uh, the Abbott Brothers, Wilco, Social Distortion, Interpol, Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds, uh, Neutral Milk Hotel, Flogging Molly, ZZ Ward, and it keeps going on and on. Ryan Adams, Old Crow Medicine Show. I mean, this is a killer three days of, of music.
0: That yeah, sounds badass. Looks awesome.
1: And that's called Shaky Knees, May 8th through 10th, 2015. I Actually, have friends in Atlanta, Georgia, so uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll take a ride down there. Nice. <laughs> I doubt it. But uh, that looked like a really good tour. And the other tour, um, I don't know about you, but I absolutely can't stand um, Kid Rock.
0: Oh, yeah, I heard about this, though. But
1: he's he's done this a couple times, and I really have to give him credit for it. Uh, Kid Rock this summer is bringing back the $20 Best Night Ever Tour. Yep. And here's how this works. The idea is that tickets from everything from the, uh, from the second row to the lawn uh, will be, all be $20. Wow,
0: second row to the lawn.
1: With wow. reduced parking and service fees, keeping the total ticket price at around $30 or under. Uh, There will also be $20 all-in tickets that include parking uh, that are being offered by participating Walmart outlets. So Kid Rock teaming up with Walmart again seems appropriate. So you can get your all-in $20 tickets from Walmart, and that includes parking. Um, And everyone who purchases their tickets at Walmart will also receive a coupon for $2 off their purchase of Kid Rock's latest album, First Kiss. So... uh, How is he going to deter scalping? He touches on that. Rock is attempting to lessen the scalping that is going on with tickets. He's teaming up with Live Nation to make 1,000 tickets from each show uh, to be put on sale via Live Nation's platinum ticketing program to ward off scalpers. Um, And the first row of seats for every show will be held back and given as free upgrades for lucky fans. Oh, wow. So that's why they're not selling the first row. So, you know, and you know who else does this is Billy Joel. Uh, cause I, uh, a couple times I've actually seen Billy Joel and I, I knew he does and I actually saw it happen at one section over for me is, is I was in the nosebleed seats and there was a, a, a girl and a guy, a section over for me and some, a representative from Billy Joel says, uh, Hey, here's, here's two upgrades for you for front row. Wow. You know, and, and how great is that?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, just, you know, little, little things like that artists, uh, giving back, um, also at the shows, he's going to have twenty dollars special food packages because you you know how much food is at these fucking shows, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they were popular last time around. There will be four dollars four dollar draft beers, and twenty dollars uh, tour T shirts.
0: Wow, is it Foreigner on that tour too? It, yep,
1: it is Kid Rock and Foreigner for twenty for bucks? twenty bucks. Come on,
0: that's that's you can't. And the
1: can't uh, the the whole tour is kicking off in Hartford, Connecticut on 624
0: June 24th. That's a pretty I mean yeah, I don't like kid rock, but that's that's badass, man. It is. He's going to lose money again like he did on the last tour.
1: Well, it's kind of I mean I remember a couple years ago, well, more than that, uh, when they tried when they did the free um Ozfest? Mhm. Yo, and uh you know all the all the bands ended up uh Actually, speaking of Static X, all the bands were making their own money. For example, Static X, all their guitars that were, they were playing had a um, Monster Energy Drinks logo yeah. on them. So they, they got paid through sponsorship, and I'm sure Kid Rock ha- is going to have some sort of sponsorship going on. If he's offering $4 beers, they're fr- probably $4 Buds. Yeah, he's probably getting yeah. something from Bud for like, doing that. Exactly. So they might not make as much money, but they're definitely making their money. Because believe me, I'd rather give the money to an artist than a venue anyways.
2: Exactly.
1: You know, you know the, the the ticket prices we were talking earlier, you know, are getting out of control. You know, and, and you know, I have I have tickets c- coming up for Hart, Joan Jett, Neil Diamond, Foo Fighters at Fenway, and the Motley Crue tour. As for it's e- it's easily a grand worth of tickets right there.
0: Yeah, I mean that's why like you know I have to be so selective with yeah. what I do now. I mean it's just so. It's it's not anyway, it's not like it used to be. It's not like know? it used
1: to be when yeah. we used to go to ten shows a summer. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yes. And you saw oh, you saw that um, that picture I posted of that Toads lineup. Oh Ninety yeah. four. They don't do shows. They don't do lineups like that anymore.
1: You know, somewhere around here, I have uh, some old Advocates. Yeah. New Haven Advocates. Nice. You know, I have to look through those again. Maybe I'll post some pictures up of like shows that. Uh, we're at the Tune In and Toad's mm-hmm. Place and you know everywhere else, even Tuxedo Junction when that was still around. Um yeah. I used to love looking at those schedules.
0: And that the one I posted in a fifteen day span, it was Sepultura, mm-hmm. Urge Overkill, Iggy Pop and the Ramones in New Haven, nineteen ninety four. April ninety four. So I mean that's yep. that How's just it? doesn't happen anymore.
1: I was a that was that was my junior year of high school.
0: Yeah, that was my, my sophomore year, yeah, yeah. So And Dick Dale was there too. So
1: Dick Dale used to be there every yeah. other month.
0: Yeah, I used to go too. I love that guy.
1: Yeah. I looked at the uh I looked at the Toads Place uh schedule recently and it's shit. There's nothing I want to go it's to. It's bullshit. Nothing.
0: Even though Webster is bullshit. Yeah. They have five shows booked for the next four months i
1: saw that I know like how do how they're they're staying in business yeah
0: i mean and and i hate those shows that they do where it's like um for an example like in flames is playing there mm-hmm. there's 17 opening i know bands. oh my god are you fucking kidding me 17 i
1: and that's the thing i've been one of those opening bands before uh, how does that even a, work it sucks
0: how do you play for like, what a half hour
1: if that you, you know they start the bands at like five o'clock in the afternoon with yep. nobody there yeah you know, because because that's they want the bands to sell tickets. You know, I can say I opened up for uh, Queens of the Stone Age, but I really, <laughs> I really didn't. You played early in the afternoon. We, well, you know, we we had a good slot. We we played. I think we were actually the second to last band before the Queens of the Stone Age's own openers. Okay. You know what I mean? So, so it wasn't terrible. So they
0: brought their own opener, and then. Th- the uh, Webster put on like 10, yeah. out, 10 local bands. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I think we
1: might have been second to last on that. Whew, that's rough. Yeah, it was a long day. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: So yeah, that's um that covers most of the last two weeks.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. So do you get any emails?
1: I got one. From David. Yeah. Did you get anything?
0: No. They no. Exactly forgot. Man.
1: People didn't like this uh, yeah. list. So Two weeks ago, we asked you guys to uh, write in your top five music-driven movies. I guess you could say soundtracks. But, but 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 some somehow the music has to be kind of a driving force in the film. Yeah. Which maybe wasn't the best explanation of it, but once I got into it, I really enjoyed yeah, it.
0: Yeah, me too. I had fun
1: with it. So I got an email here from David. Uh, his honorable mentions were Empire Records, Blues Brothers... Pump up the volume, which nice. I forgot. I forgot. I that forgot. Too. Pump up the volume with Happy Harry hard on.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. He's also got in here a Hard Day's Night, The Commitments, Mister Holland's Opus, which I wow. also forgot. Yeah. What a great movie that was, and uh, Rock and Roll High School. Dave's official top five. Uh, number five, Eddie and the Cruisers. Awesome.
0: Yep. Great soundtrack.
1: His number four is Almost Famous. Uh, we've talked about. I think we 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 touched on that a bit when we had mm-hmm. the uh, best uh, soundtracks. Uh, number three, he has The Wedding Singer. Number two, Purple Rain. And number one, Across the Universe.
0: Oh, wow. I forgot about that one, too. That
1: was a good movie, too. Yeah. I mean, that was a well-done Beatles yeah, you know, yeah. tribute right there. So thank you, Dave.
0: <coughs> All right. Um, my honorable mentions are um, Pray for Rock and Roll. I yes. stare at that poster <laughs> every show because it's right in front Love of me. Love that movie. Check yeah, that out. That's a great movie. Um, I also put as one pick the Planet Terror, Death Proof, uh, Grindhouse, Mm -hmm. uh, love that soundtrack, Um, Kill Bill 1 and 2, Devil's Rejects, House of a Thousand Corpses, Goodfellas is a very music-driven movie. That is. Um, I didn't think of that. The film Jersey Boys and Cadillac Records, which is another Mm -hmm. great one. Uh, My official top five, number five, is Rockstar featuring Marky Mark. I love Marky that movie. Mark. Wahlberg. Every time that movie is on, I have to watch it. I just I love it. I
1: just started watching Wahlburgers on. That's a good show on Netflix. Yeah. That is a good show. Um, my number four is Forrest Gump.
0: That is like, oh. I mean, that's that's a classic rock history lesson. They just that
1: re-released movie. that soundtrack on vinyl. It's yes, like four albums. Yeah, it's a white. I think it's white vinyl. It might be. Thing. Yeah.
0: Um, number three is the film based on CBGB, um, basically. It, have you seen that? I haven't. I yeah, wanted to. Now, a, you
1: just reminded me. Yeah, of
0: it's on. I think it's on Netflix now.
1: Because it's got that weird kid who played Joey Ramone, right? Yes. Is it on Netflix? It is, I think it is oh now. Oh, my God. Yeah. I definitely have so, May I watch that tonight? I
0: watched it on Amazon when it first came okay. out. Okay. But I think it's on Netflix now. Um, it's got Taylor Hawkins as Iggy Pop. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's really cool. Uh, my number two was Rock and Roll High School featuring the Ramones. And my number one um, is Pulp Fiction. I Mm. think um, that movie is very, I mean, you take the music out of that movie and it just doesn't make sense. It's a very well done Quentin Tarantino film and I love it. And the soundtrack kicks fucking ass. So there you go.
1: Nice. All right. My uh, honorable mentions. (coughs) Uh, Almost Famous. uh, Purple Rain swingers you know you know not a month goes by where i don't watch swingers yeah and actually on a side note to swingers uh john favreau uh it's on netflix right now uh recently did the movie chef
0: yeah have you seen it i haven't seen it yet is it good that's
1: got a great driving kind of soundtrack too um uh he's you know he, he he's getting a food truck and he's making cuban sandwiches there's a lot of cuban music in the, in there a lot of stuff from like miami you know that that kind of scene down there some great ver- great cover versions of like uh, sexual healing nice. done kind of a not i want to say a calypso style but you know uh something derivative that you would hear on like miami beach mm-hmm. you know a little flavor a little latin flavor in that Nice. so yeah chef's got a great soundtrack um i mentioned pulp fiction train spotting the the music in that movie kind of sets this this the scenes like mm-hmm. um you know I, I just keep thinking back to lou reed's perfect day mm-hmm. as he's taking the heroin it's yeah. like just kind of yeah. set that mood uh days confused uh, honorable mention empire records reality bites uh, i also had the uh, the wedding singer in there as did david um I got uh, Star Wars and Jaws and basically anything John Williams. You know, there's, there's an example of, you know, not popular songs or, you know, just kind of classically um, instrumental music setting setting moods. Um, now,
0: would you include Nick Ocean singing the theme from Jaws from Saturday Night Live? That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, hilarious. I had, throw, I, was, I had to throw that in there. Love that. <laughs>
1: um. I put down any any Tim Burton film where Danny Elfman did the score. Cool. Because yeah. he, he's just a mood setter. Yeah. And you know who's fantastic? I, I would put him right up there with Quentin Tarantino with Choosing Music uh, is Wes Anderson. I,
0: I, 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 yeah, and I, knew, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, great. any Wes Anderson yep. movie. Yep.
1: You know, I, I especially like the music in um, Darjeeling Limited. Yep. I mean, they threw that Rolling Stone song in there. It just kind of sets the mood. Even the stuff, some stuff in the Royal Tannenbaums mm-hmm. is fantastic. Um, and my final uh, honorable mention, not a lot of people know this movie, but uh, Joan Jet in Light of Day. Oh, that's right. With Michael J. Fox. Oh, fuck, I forgot she was in that. You could probably can't find it anywhere except uh, YouTube. Yeah. You can actually watch the entire movie on YouTube. I've, or if you live in um, Hamden, Best Video <laughs> has <laughs> Oh, they vi- oh, yeah. do? Yeah, I've seen oh, it. I've perfect, seen it there, yeah. perfect. Uh, my official top five, uh, number five, 200 Cigarettes. That's another movie not a lot of people know about, but it is fantastic. It's, it's a you know every cool star you could think of is, is in that movie. I think that was one of uh, Dave Chappelle's first roles yeah. too. Number four, Singles, mm-hmm. because that basically kind of put in a little box the whole Seattle scene. Um, you know they're you know they're living their lives. They're going to shows. You know, you got Alice in Chains, you got Soundgarden. Everybody's in that movie. My number three is Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects is my all-time favorite horror movie, and Rob Zombie knows how to pick cool music for that. Yep. My number two is High Fidelity. Just kind of, you know, not much to say about that. You know, the the soundtrack sets the mood. He's walking in the rain. There's a Bob Dylan song playing. Mm It just kind of got it, you know, caught the feeling in there. My number one was Death Proof.
0: Nice. I I split up
1: the grindhouse. Nice, nice. Um, That Death Proof soundtrack... Uh, I think I mentioned it the last show. I mean, I you know it, it, sometimes I'll play that whole soundtrack at a, at a bar gig. That's awesome because it, it's it's that good and and that kind of music that you know nobody can say, oh this song sucks. Mm-hmm. It's just good music. And well, actually, uh, I got an example of uh, of that soundtrack that I'm going to play tonight. So that's our that's our top five mo- music driven movies. I liked it. It was fun. That was I, good.
0: I, I like this one.
1: And I'm liking what we picked for you guys for next week. Yes. Hopefully, it, it, I don't know, it might be a little easier, might be a little harder. I don't know. I've already got the wheels turning in my head. We'd like you to send us your top five albums that have been released in the last five years.
0: 2010
1: from 2010
0: until now. until now. Any genre, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, your
1: top five albums from 2010 until now. We're taking you out of your comfort zone
0: yeah. for... <laughs>
1: Not the any of our last five lists were comfortable. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Our, No, I don't think any of our lists have been comfortable for me. I always get stressed. But, no, but um... I'm looking
1: forward to this because I've been lately, for the first time in a long time, I've been really excited about music. Yeah, you're you know, right. I mean, I'd say I'd say within the last five years, there's been stuff coming out that I, I think is really quality and that I really like more so than than anything i heard for the first decade of the 2000s -hmm. yep so i am looking forward to that
0: yeah oh man so you want to play some tunes let's play
1: some tunes
0: i uh, actually picked two from my list um but uh the first one is from uh pulp fiction which um I don't even have to describe the scene to you if you've seen the movie. It's uh, probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Um, this is a song by Urge Overkill, originally written by Neil Diamond, and it is called Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon.
2: Girl, you'll be a woman soon. I love it so much. Your kind, they never get tired of putting me down.
1: enough songs fade out anymore.
0: I miss that 90s fade.
1: Nice. We were talking about that. My band's going into the studio this weekend to record the album. And, and we, you know, we were, we were discussing endings of songs and stuff, I'm like, I'm like, "Hey, we should have one that just fades you out. You have to
0: do a 90s like power ballad 90s mm-hmm. like 80s 90s fade. It'd yep. be awesome."
1: Well, what was funny is uh uh Jen and I went to that 80s revival concert. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like Tiffany Debbie Gibson, Lisa Lisa, uh Shannon, the dude from Erasure, Berlin. Berlin fucking tore it up. Really? I would so go see Berlin um by themselves. Nice. The 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 sound guy was terrible, but you but you know, I know enough about music to tell that that they were tearing it up. You just it was a poor mix. Mm-hmm. And what was funny is because, like, Debbie Gibson and Tiffany and all them, they're playing to backing tracks. Yeah. So they're singing to the backing track. The the backing track starts fading out, and they're still singing full volume. And it's like, (laughs) (laughs) you couldn't have set this up a little better?
0: Oh, wow, that's bad.
1: Yeah, redo the backing track. That was fun. (laughs) So I got a song here that I love off of the Death Proof soundtrack, which was my number one uh, music movie for this week. Uh, the song is "Hold Tight" by Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick, and Titch. <laughs> and if you know, uh, if you know the movie, then you know exactly yeah. the pivotal scene that this movie is from. And I just love this song so much. So check it out. This is "Hold Tight" by Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick, and Titch. <laughs>
2: Count a three Gotta stay close My name and Hold yep, tight yep, Sing and yep, shout yes. Just wrap around yep, The crowd And hold yep, tight Shut your yep, ass Girl you yep, set me Yet for sight Forget the other guys You'll never fall Each time you go
1: A little bit, a little bit different than the stuff we usually play. No, nah, it's
0: badass though. I gotta to listen to that sound. That scene,
1: and you know, you know what kills me is my first car was an old Nova around the same year as the Death Proof car. Really? Yeah. And if I had that car now, oh, I man. would be painting it to look like the car from Death Proof. Yeah, it'd be so. In badass. that flat black with the skull on the hood, I would totally do. Oh, that. that'd be so badass. If I ever, you know, find myself because I, I go to car shows from time to time with my dad, and people are selling Novas from that year. You know, relatively, you know, cheap. You know, for a classic car, I mean, in good condition, you can get away with something between three and five thousand dollars. Mm. I said one day I'll get I'll get another Nova and I'm gonna paint it to look like the Death Proof car.
0: Nice. You have to get Kurt Russell to drive. Yes, this. <laughs> that'd be so awesome. Uh, all right, so my next song is from my number five pick, Rockstar. Star. Um, this is from the fictional band uh, Steel Dragon, which was actually. Um, uh what's his name Steelheart Steelheart Milo right Mik- Mik- Miklov- Vocalich or whatever his name arc. The lead singer
1: of Steelheart who did uh Never Let You Go Angel yeah, He's from Connecticut Apparently they still tour Yeah he's, as um, Steelheart
0: He lives in uh New Canaan Nice So and um
1: They're just like us none of them can leave Connecticut
0: Exactly A quick tidbit about the movie um, the man who comes on stage and takes the mic from Mark Wahlberg at the end is Miles Kennedy. Yes, that so, was you know first yeah. time
1: we ever saw Miles Kennedy. Yeah, God
0: he called himself Thor. God, that's thunder. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so this is uh, by Steel Dragon and is one of the one of my favorite songs ever. It's called "We All Die Young."
1: Good call. Good yeah. call. That's such a good movie.
0: Yeah. I'm going to watch it this weekend and eat Doritos. <laughs> That's, <such laughs>
1: That's the perfect yeah. Dorito-eating movie. <laughs> I'm going to watch Rockstar. Eat Doritos. Some cool ranch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my last song tonight, I picked something new. Ooh. Something that I never heard before from a band who actually has a couple of albums out that now I got to go back and listen to their back catalog. Uh, it's a band called The Midnight Ghost Train. Okay. They have a new album coming out March tenth. Uh, this is the s- uh, first song off the album. The album is called "Cold Was the Grounds." The song is called uh, "Twin Souls." According to their website, they blend gospel hymns of the sermon, downtuned rock and roll riffs of southern rock, and dark delta blues. Wow, it's 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 kind of doomy. It's kind of like. Clutchy, Caius, Black Sabbathy—it's wicked cool, and uh, I can't wait to hear the rest of their their stuff. I, I just, you know, kind of got turned on to these guys this week, so check it out. They're called the Midnight Ghost Train, and the song is called Twin Souls. I like that Solid That's great riffs The man. Midnight Ghost Town Yeah Love it
0: gotta, gotta get on that I gotta go
1: check out their back catalog I, I looked quickly on iTunes And looks like they've been releasing stuff since at least uh, 2008 Oh So I think this is might be their third full-length album That's nice. coming out uh, March 10th Great Love it Alright Alright Back out the cold
0: Yeah, seriously <laughs>
1: I hope wherever you're listening is warmer than where we are. It probably is. Especially if you're in Brazil.
0: Yeah, exactly. We got to go record there. Send some of that
1: heat our way. Yeah. So. Cool. So we look forward to seeing your lists. Top five albums released in the last five years.
0: Make it count. There's a lot of Any good records. Any genre. Yeah, a lot of
1: good records. Uh, we threw all the shit. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited already. I've already got things coming to mind. Yeah, I'll start tonight. Excellent. All right. A- anything you want to plug?
0: Um, look for my solo album within the next year. <laughs> um, nice. So, you know, we're starting. I might need you to lay some bass tracks down. For sure,
1: me sure. Point. So, and this weekend, Gasoline Therapy is recording our first full-length album yeah it's gonna be awesome we've been a band for eight years and it's about time to uh put out an album it's never too late never too late never too late so we're looking forward to that um yeah stay warm stay rock and roll keep one foot in the gutter one fist in the gold
0: (laughs) yes all right junkies we'll see you soon
2: peace